Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. He's only going to be a better player this fall. Every physical tool you could possibly ask for is there. Will Anderson is a defensive player that maybe comes around once a decade. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate College Football Preview 2022 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. This seven-episode series will take you through all of the Power Five conferences, the national championship conversation, and the players you need to know across the Heisman and NFL draft landscape. Each episode will feature our Locked On local experts who cover each of the biggest teams around college football every single Monday through Friday. We'll also be joined by betting expert Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets to help you set the edge and rake in the cash this college football season. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, the daily host of the Locked On Auburn podcast. But for this series, I will be your guide as we visit with over 30 different experts to get you ready for the season ahead. Today, we're going away from conference talk and bringing you players you need to know ahead of this college football season. Often a quarterback award, but could linebacker Will Anderson of Alabama bring home the Heisman Trophy? And which unsung player could be the surprise of the NFL draft? We're highlighting some of the biggest names across the country today with the help of our locked-on NFL draft experts, former NFL player Eric Crocker and analytics expert Ryan Tracy. To kick us off, the Heisman Contenders. Heisman Contenders. And joining us to talk about all the Heisman hopefuls and guys to watch, analytics expert and Locked On NFL Draft host Ryan Tracy, Locked On Buckeyes host Jay Stevens, Locked On Bama host Jimmy Stein, Locked On Big 12 host Josh Neighbors, and Locked On USC host Mark Culkin. Full house here. I think the most fitting place to start is with you, Jimmy, talking about the guy who won the dang thing a year ago. Bryce Young, quarterback for Alabama. How hard is it to win this thing two years in a row? Must be pretty difficult. No one's done it since uh, since I was a little kid and now I'm old. So it must be hard to do it. Well said. Uh, the, uh, you know, there's a target on his back. There's a lot of other high-quality candidates. You're, you're now competing against yourself as much as you're competing against others. But that said, so far in fall camp, Bryce has looked outstanding by all accounts. Alabama had a full scrimmage yesterday. Bryce was great. Uh, uh, you know, he, he works hard. 
he's going to be good. Now he's lost a couple of big receiver targets. As we know, uh, Jamison Williams, a first-round pick, moved on. John Mechie, a second-round pick, moved on. Sort of not rebuilding but reloading that wide receiver group. That'll affect him. Uh, there's a high-quality running back that's going to get a lot of touches this year in Jameer Gibbs. That might affect uh, Bryce's numbers a bit because Harry's. But uh, in terms of the player he's going to be on the field, Bryce Young will be every bit as good as as last year. And think about this, guys. I mean, last year was his first year. He was a true sophomore in his first year as a starter. He's only going to be a better player this fall. Does that mean he'll repeat as a Heisman winner? History says no, but I'm not selling Bryce Young short of anything. Brian Tracy, host of Locked On NFL Draft. And look, you, you look at analytics all the time as well. What do you see when you look at Bryce Young? You know, I see a kid that has the potential to try to push for that. But again, when you don't have the targets, I'm totally with Jimmy. Makes it difficult to, and actually, the impetus is even more so on you have that stat line that you accomplished last season. You have to surpass that. Or the voters are not going to give you what you're looking for at the end of the day. That's, I think, it's it's the numbers and the stats and the production that makes it that much harder to even repeat. Looking at another quarterback that is being highly looked at throughout this offseason, C.J. Stroud, Jay Stevens, host of, of Locked On Buckeyes. Look, the sky's the limit for this guy when you look at what he could do this season. Yeah, the sky is the limit. He is a really talented young man who looks to be getting better, um, better shape, healthier, sturdier, leaner mat, leaner body. Looks like everything physically is going to be there. It's how does he acclimate himself and adjust to having different receivers, receivers on the outside. I think he can have the ability with his leadership and his things he's done in the offseason to get guys like Marvin Harrison Jr., Ameka Egbuka, Julian Fleming, of course, Jackson Smith and Jigwazo out there as well. I think that he has the tools and the skill set to really be a guy that when it comes down to late October, middle no, it, late to end of November, everyone's talking about Stroud in those highest conversations because I think in the biggest games, he's going to show up like he did in the Rose Bowl, and that's what you need to do if you want to win the Heisman in 2022. Ryan Tracy, host of Locked On NFL Draft. I mean, is it these two guys in a big drop-off right now? I mean – there's a there's a lot of excitement about these two quarterbacks. They can do so many different things. There is, and they are certainly at the top of the list. There's one other player that I think really ought to be in that conversation. I'm sure we'll get to him a little bit later. But yeah. I agree completely with Jay. Not only does he have to bring along the younger talent, but Stroud also, I think, has to be – I'd like to see a little bit quicker processing, a little bit quicker decision-making, and actually get the ball out to those young guys. That will up their confidence. That will help them support him. And I think that's the key to making that, that progression through the season that puts you on the Heisman list. All right, let's go to the Big 12 here. And uh, Locked On Big 12 host Josh Neighbors joining us. Yeah, look, we, we kind of joked about it earlier in this preview, you know, Texas being back. And I mean, if they're going to take that next step, it's going to fall on quarterback play. Quinn Ewers, there's a lot of excitement about him coming out of high school. Can he finally put it all together in this Sarkeesian offense? Yeah, the, the the reviews have been mixed to say the best uh, yeah. coming out of, coming out of camp. Um, but I, I think the thing for him is like this is not a guy I'd place a Heisman ticket on. You know, he might look like a Heisman Trophy winner potentially um, in November, but you know, there's going to be some growing pains. That, that's kind of how it works. Now, it's a very high powered offense. They've got a ton of weapons, ton of targets, uh, guys they can you know look at. But you know, they just lose one in Isaiah Nayer. There are questions about the offensive line, so. As much talent as Quinn Ewers has, there is no doubt there is going to be a learning curve. And 
you, you kind of are concerned about some of the obviously Alabama is going to probably have their way with Texas, but you worry about the you know the Baylor's of the world, the Oklahoma State's of the world, the Kansas State's of the world, older, stronger defenses that might just kind of have their way with Texas front and could confuse a guy like Ewers pretty easily. What about somebody that, that's not a quarterback, right? I mean, Bijan Robinson um, enters the season as probably the the most exciting running back. In college football, there's certainly some other ones, but uh, Robinson is definitely up there. What's it going to take for a guy like Robinson to to potentially kind of make it to New York and be a Heisman finalist? Yeah, I mean, Ryan will tell you, like, this is a guy that we're seeing less first-round picks, you know, as running backs. This is a guy who's got first-round pick all over him. I mean, when you watch him play, you're it's so easy to pick him out and say, that's the best player on the field. And it, sometimes it feels like it's not very close. Um but the problem for them is once again, offensive line. So, you know, he got worn down at the end of the year. And I actually think maybe riding Bijan Robinson isn't the best way for this offense to be at full capacity. I actually think spreading the wealth around is the best way to do it. And so I think while the numbers might not, might not be gaudy, uh, peak efficiency is what we'll probably see from Bijan Robinson. But I think there might be some games they attempt to ride him because of how dynamic of a player that he is. So I'm interested to see, is it going to be a – you know, balance breakfast, or is it going to be, you know, are there going to be some Bijan games? Um, but and once again, the offensive line might be a limiting factor for him as a Heisman candidate. Ryan, what do you think about that? And Josh kind of alluded to it, but I mean, to be a first round pick and then obviously to, to be a Heisman winner outside of the quarterback position, you've got to be a special, special talent. Where is Absolutely. Robinson rank uh, in regards to how you're looking at him? I think he's one of the few outside the quarterback position who can push into that realm. I, I think, honestly, it's easier to get recognition at the Heisman level than it is to justify the first-round pick. Uh, the NFL teams are going to evaluate versus what other first-rounders have done, and unfortunately, that track record isn't that great. So I'd really, if I were him, really try to concentrate on get the Heisman, do your job, take care of your business. And I do want to go back to yours for a minute because it's a talented – everybody who lines up in the backfield – there's a lot of talent there, right? So it doesn't necessarily have to be yours, but it has to be somebody at the quarterback position that could balance out Robinson. The two of them together can help each other. I think if that offense can find viability in both the pass and the run, that's the best option for anybody with a long run on his helmet. Jimmy Stein, host of Locked On Bama. Let's go back to you. Non-quarterback guys to win the Heisman. Heck, let's talk about non-offensive players. A defensive player is on the watch list when you look at you know potential Heisman winners getting an applause from Ryan Tracy. Will Anderson, I mean, it seems like entering the season, he has gotten more of a nod, more of a consideration to be on Heisman watch list than any defender I can think of in recent memory. Is there a chance here? I think there's a real chance. Look, I think anyone that really knows Alabama's football program, anybody that really knows this team, uh, as good as Bryce is, and he's fantastic. I mean, Bryce is really fantastic, highly deserving of that award and and will be a legitimate candidate to be the number one pick in the draft. But uh, the best football player at Alabama is Will Anderson. He's the best player on the team, regardless of position. Yeah. Uh, there, there's fun arguments to be made uh, uh, as to whether Will is the best defender of the Saban era. And if so, does that make him – maybe the best defender ever at Alabama, which is an outrageous thing to even discuss. Sure. But Will may uh, he He's a complete player. People focus on the sacks and the, and the tackles for loss. He led the nation in both categories last season, but he's outstanding against the run. He plays outside and had 100 tackles 
as, as a true sophomore last season. Uh, great kid, great leader, uh, the leader of the team, frankly. Uh, just a fantastic football player and the best player on the team. Now, history says a, a defensive player can't win this award or won't win this award, and I understand that. But if anybody asks me, says, you know, who's the best football player at Alabama, the answer is Will Anderson. Brian Tracy, when you look at Will Anderson, a guy that is exceptional coming off the edge, he does other things well, but, you know, the NFL has proven it loves its edge rushers. From an NFL draft point of view, I mean, would this make a ton of sense for a guy like this to finally win the Heisman? It certainly would, and I'm here for it. I got to tell you, I, I can't quite get to that point where I forget about who Derek Thomas was in Alabama. But hey, that's okay. That's all right. We'll get there. Will's in good company. But yeah, that's what it takes is you have to be not only exceptional, but you have to have a program that has the visibility that allows you to showcase what you can do. And there is no better situation other than to be at Alabama. So if anybody's going to do it, I could see it happening here. Now, head to head, does he have the support? Can they, can they make teams not be able to focus on him? I think that's the bigger question. And I think if he gets one-on-ones, hey, I think you're putting yourself at a loss. I like his chances, and I'm personally pulling for him. Yeah. Josh Neighbors, host of Locked On Big 12. I know we touched on Texas. Other names to potentially look at for, you know, maybe a Heisman shortlist when we're halfway through the season towards the end of the year from the Big 12. There's going to be a lot of offense, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities for folks to, to have impressive highlight reels. Who have we not talked about so far in your mind? Yeah, Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback for Oklahoma, is going to be a name people are going to look at. Uh, their schedule is really easy. And that's one part of this, too, about like when we talk about Heisman. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Alabama's and Ohio State of the world don't necessarily have to worry too much about hey, how many games we're going to win. But if you're talking about, you know, some of these guys like Oklahoma, sometimes you don't have to worry about it. But, you know, OU schedule is going to help them if they're going to have a Heisman candidate. Dylan Gabriel's the guy. Wins will help for a team like Kansas State. Deuce Vaughn is a spectacular player. Everybody's saying Kansas State's a dark horse. They're not much of a dark horse. They had six players on first team all Big 12. That's the most out of any team. Their schedule is somewhat difficult, but I mean, hey, if they have a 10-win season and he goes crazy, which is not out of the realm of possibility, Deuce Vaughn could make his way uh, to New York. And then I think there are some quarterbacks that are definitely kind of long shots, right? If we had a crazy JT Daniels season, maybe you could see him in New York. Uh, if you had a crazy season – uh, it also comes with, once again, wins. Yeah, let's get some wins in here as well for a Blake Shapin at Baylor. And that offense looks fantastic. Maybe he gets himself to New York. So a few quarterbacks. I would say Deuce Vaughn's probably got the best chance, though, outside of the Texas and OU guys. So I'm looking there in Manhattan, Kansas, for, uh, for Deuce, the little man who is one of the most productive players in all of college football. Kansas State getting a lot of love in this series so far coming up next who could be the surprise of the nfl draft the first round draft prospects you need to know are next here on the ultimate college football playoff preview 2022 presented by odyssey and the locked on podcast network worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. First round draft picks. Who are the players that have a chance to raise their draft stock the most in 2022? Can Kentucky quarterback Will Levis be the surprise of the first round or something more realistic? Maybe <laughs> we're joined today by locked on NFL draft host and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, locked on Canes host Alex Dono, locked on Kentucky host Lance Daw, locked on Gators host Brandon Olson, and locked on Gamecocks host Andrew Lyon. Let's start with Will Levis. Lance, earlier in the offseason, he was first overall, uh, according to CBS, on a, on a mock draft. I remember you reacting to that on your show. You were pretty critical. Are you still in that camp? To be honest with you, Zach, nothing's really changed for me uh, since CBS put out that mock draft. And you really, really like the physical tools that Will Levis has, obviously, as a quarterback. And that obviously is going to excite people. I think it's going to really excite people once he actually gets to practice at the Combine here about a year from now. I think people are still going to be on that hype train. But for this season, to look at some of the production maybe that Will Levis could have, I don't know if statistically he's really going to be able to take much of a step forward compared to what he had last year, 24 touchdowns, I believe 12 interceptions, which was tied for the most thrown in the SEC. His receiving core is very, very young and inexperienced this season. And so you look at that one number one overall ranking and sure, physically, you like what you've seen out of Levis and you go and watch film. I think he's got really, really good timing, obviously really, really good arm strength. He is a phenomenal uh, quarterback when it comes to actually making uh, reads and going through his progression. It's not just the physical tools. He's a really good quarterback. I just don't know if statistically you're going to see an impressive output this season because of the inexperience surrounding him at the receiver. Obviously, Tavian Robinson coming in from Virginia Tech, he could be that guy that kind of helped pads those stats uh, for Levis. But yeah, I'm still I'm still in the same camp that I was a few months ago. I just want to see him produce when the talent around him isn't necessarily bringing him forward. There's a, there's an analogy, an analogy, and it's not mine, being the truck instead of the trailer. Will Levis, I think, is going to have to be the truck in this offense. He's going to have to pull everybody else around him forward instead of being the trailer. There's not enough talent around him to kind of make him look better, kind of improve him, kind of bring him forward. So, yeah, I'm still in the same camp that I was a few a few months ago. I don't think he's first overall yet. I can definitely see him as a uh, first-round draft pick, though, for sure. Crockett, if Will Levis of Kentucky ends up being a first-round draft pick, would you be surprised at this point? The, the only thing that was surprising was eating a banana whole with the peel as well and drinking mayonnaise uh, coffee. And that was pretty wild. And I almost took him completely off of any board that I have when I saw that. Undraftable. Uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, man, watching Will Levis is really a joy. I think for him, you're going to have to look past the numbers because – 
he doesn't have the luxury of having some of the weaponry that we've seen from a lot of the other top quarterbacks or even the top quarterbacks coming out this year between, you know, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. You know, they have unlimited weapons, unlimited offensive line. But you look at Will Levis and, I mean, his best weapon, you know, Wondell Robinson and having a guy like that who's dynamic, he can get the ball in his hands. Well, he's gone. So who's there right now? I know y'all would know a little bit more about that than I would. But just from the sense of if I were a scout and I'm watching him and I'm looking for a quarterback to do some of the things that I want to see and how that translates to the next level, right? And you look at him, he plays under center in more of a traditional uh, pro-style offense. He can turn his back to a defense, uh, get his head back around, uh, make decisive, quick throws. He has definitely a strong enough arm that the mobility is there. Uh, for me, it's more so the intangibles that he has and what he comes with and how that translates to the next level. And they got a new officer coordinator, Rich Gangrillo. He's a guy who had been a part of 49ers uh, offense for a while. Uh, went to a bounce around at a couple of different uh, organizations, but for the most part came up with guys like Mike Shanahan, uh, excuse me, Kyle Shanahan. And understanding the offense, what those guys are asking and how he's going to bring the most out of a guy like this. I'm really excited to see what the future holds. But again, statistically, it might not cover the number one overall pick, but I think just size, ability, strength, the throws he can make, the offense, the mind, uh, leadership, like those are the type of things I hope that he can build on and that'll give him the resume to potentially be the number one overall pick. Another guy that we need to talk about with a lot of size, Anthony Richardson of the Florida Gators. Let's go to Brandon Olson, host of Locked On Gators. Would it surprise you if Anthony Richardson played himself into the first round this year? Not at all. Just because when you look at Anthony Richardson, you're looking at arguably one of the most, not even arguably, you're looking at one of the most physically gifted human beings on the planet. Like with his size, his speed, he's on the freaks list for good reason. Okay. Sure. He can throw a ball 70 plus yards in the air, 4-4 speed. He hurdled the defender last year, which again, I never want to see a quarterback do as long as I live. I never want to see that happen again. But he's one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks you see. And especially when we're looking at an NFL that over recent years has kind of shifted towards, okay, we're just going to go for seal for quarterbacks with ceiling. You look at Josh Allen, who is who I compare Anthony Richardson to. I'm like bazooka arm, great mobility. And again, that, that hurdling and that creativeness as a runner, that's what reminds me of Josh Allen. But I mean, he's got every physical tool you can have. One one start under his belt right now. It's it's impossible to evaluate him, and I think that's the hardest part about saying, will it really shock you if he's going to be a first round pick, your second round pick, anything like that? It's because he's got one start under his belt, and it was against arguably the most dominant defense that we've seen ever in college football against Georgia Bulldogs, and he played against LSU. He played very well against LSU until the very end when he was pressured and threw a horrible interception, but. The decision-making needs to be cleaned up from what we saw from Anthony Richardson. But every physical tool you could possibly ask for is there. Where There's a lot of guys you go, he can make any throw that you'll ask him. Anthony Richardson will make throws that you don't ask him and you would never ask a quarterback to make. But he'll do it just because that's what he can do. Crocker, do you, do you agree with, with Brandon's take there? That's what you want to see from Anthony Richardson this year? Yeah, I think, you know, when you throw out Josh Allen and obviously we see what he's become in the NFL, you know, we got to remember Josh Allen as a prospect. It was somebody that was like wildly inconsistent as a passer. When I see Richardson, I see kind of a a, a higher draft pick prospect than, but like similar type guys like Dak Prescott when he was at Mississippi State. You saw the running ability and it wasn't like he was a blazer, but definitely was able to utilize his legs, pick up yardage there. 
um, big, strong, uh, physically imposing looking guy with a legit arm and Dak Prescott's arm in the SEC, it looked good. I see Richardson as that type of guy, but maybe a higher prospect where Dak Prescott, and there might be some off the field stuff before the draft that made him fall to the fourth round, but potentially being a better version of that, I think that is a guy that goes day one. The transfer portal has changed college football and South Carolina may be uh, one of the, the biggest winners of that based on what they achieved this offseason. One of those was grabbing Spencer Rattler, former Oklahoma quarterback. Now, of course, with the Gamecocks. Andrew, when you look at what Spencer Rattler is bringing to this offense and this positive momentum that this program has, what do you want to see from him this year that could potentially make him a top quarterback in next year's draft? Well, Zach, I think the top thing that Spencer Rattler has got to accomplish this next season is I think he needs to clean up some of his decision making. I think that he did become a victim of the reputation that Oklahoma built up under Lincoln Riley as their head coach in terms of, you know, a high flying offense that can score a lot of points in bunches and sometimes could get away with maybe just throwing it up for grabs. And Spencer Rattler, in my opinion, combined with some other factors that played into effect last season, I think he got carried away with that way too often. So I think that this season he is going to have to clean that up. I do think that he's got a lot more talent surrounding him than people realize at South Carolina. I think they've gotten deeper at every skill position on this offense. They're led by Jaheim Bell, who could be a first-round pick at tight end in this next year's NFL draft. And he's got all the tools that you want in an NFL quarterback. The three things I think that NFL quarterbacks have to have these days, they have to have a quick release, they have to be a magician in terms of being able to make off-platform throws, and they have to be able to be accurate with the football. And Spencer Rattler has a career completion percentage of 70.1%. So just because of what happened in 2021, I don't think people should forget that this guy was a Heisman contender in the preseason last year for a reason. He was a great quarterback as a freshman in 2020 for a reason. So I think when you take all that into consideration, Spencer Rattler, no doubt, could play his way into the first round discussion this next April. Crocker, of the quarterbacks we've talked about so far today, where does Rattler rank uh, among all these SEC quarterbacks? You know, I, I want to say second, right? Because I'm so high on Will Levis. But but when I look at him, a lot of ability, right? We see that I think his biggest issue, and this is something I can easily make him one of the worst quarterbacks in the SEC, is the maturity aspect of things and the decision-making. And yep. maybe that goes hand in hand because the decision making on the field and off the field definitely need to improve. You know, this was a guy and you go back and watch them. And I know like you're watching a kid on QB1, but there were some things where I was watching it. I'm just like, eh, this kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Telling his teammates they suck and stuff like that. Right. And you're like, man, you're the quarterback. You're supposed to, you know, lift everyone up, uplift them, give them the confidence that they can make certain plays. And I Saw that as kind of a red flag. Well, you watch him at Oklahoma, and it felt like that kind of facade about him carried over to Oklahoma. He was still kind of that same person, and to the point where you, he was a guy like, "This is your team, you know. They're, they're, you got the keys. However you want to do it, you're you're good. You have all the resources. You got the coach. You have everything you need to. He should be in the NFL right now. He should have been the top pick, but he gets in his own way. So." I can easily see him being one of the worst guys in the SEC if he continues to get in his own way. Hopefully, change of scenery is good for him. But I always tell my son, dude, you can't run from it. You can't run from it. You got to take things head on. And I, I don't know. He's kind of running from something a little bit. I'm curious to see if he can kind of change his mindset and that maturity aspect of things just kicks in 
because maybe he got his butt kicked a little bit mentally in uh, Oklahoma, and he learns and improves from that. And if he does, then he, I can see him being one of the top quarterbacks in the SEC and really in all of college football. All right, I guess we have to go out of the SEC. Alex Dono, host of Locked On Canes. Tyler Van Dyke's getting a lot of excitement over this offseason. Really, the, the, all of the Miami football program is getting a lot of excitement. But what do you see from this guy? How can he play himself into the first round next year? Yeah, there are definitely some variables. Uh, if Tyler Van Dyke can pick up where he left off last season as a redshirt freshman, he's going to be Miami's best prospect at quarterback since the 1980s, which is a weird thing to say out loud. It's been that long. Um, so Van Dyke last season, I mean, everybody knows what he did over the final six games, six straight games, at least 300 yards passing and at least three touchdowns in all of those. Um, he's got the arm strength. He's got the touch on the deep throws. He's like a sponge. He learns very quickly. And one of the variables for Tyler this year is uh, with Miami revamping the coaching staff, a new offensive philosophy is coming with that. Uh, they've more or less ditched the spread for more pro style this year. I think they're going to emphasize the running game a little bit more. Not to say it's going to be a run first offense, but I do think that's going to take some of the pressure off TVD. He's excited about the play action opportunities in this new offense under Josh Gaddis, the new OC who came over from Michigan. I think, honestly, the biggest thing that could hold Tyler Van Dyke back is the supporting cast. I think he can definitely be a first-round pick, potentially a high first-round pick, is in a top-15 type of guy, but he lost his top two targets from last year. Charleston Rambo set single-season Miami receiving records. Uh, Mike Harley, who was the second-leading receiver, set career records last year. And the story throughout training camp for Miami so far has been inconsistency from wide receivers. There have been a lot of drops. They do have some talent. Tyler Van Dyke's roommate, Xavier Restrepo, is the starting slot receiver. I think he's going to catch a lot of balls this year. I think Miami's got a really gifted tight end room. They're at least three deep, if not four deep there on guys who can catch passes. So that's going to be a good safety valve for him. But, you know, for a guy who's got the size he's got the arm strength he's got the touch he's more athletic than he looks because he doesn't look that fast on the field but when he does have to run the football he's been very effective there as well I think he's got all the tools guys to be a first round pick I, I think a lot of it's just going to depend on Miami's success on the field and the success of those around him Eric Crocker host of Locked on NFL Draft all right we've talked about four quarterbacks that could play themselves into the first round who have we not mentioned that we need to uh in our short time together today i know we're trying to stay away from the sec a little bit man but we got to go right back there yeah. down to lsu and they got transferred from arizona state Jaden daniels um this is a guy who i think has a lot of ability he can make all the throws on the field when he's cooking man the accuracy is on point and he has just enough mobility to escape uh, bad situations, but at Arizona State, it was like there wasn't a lot of the weapons there. Decent running backs here and there, but I feel like I'm curious to see how does his game translate to the SEC, a more physically imposing conference for sure, right? Uh, you're playing against much faster defense alignment. You're playing against much faster defenses in general, uh, but you also have much more weapons at LSU, including one of the best receivers in the nation in uh, Keyshawn Boutte. So I'm excited to see Jaden Daniels and how things go for him at LSU. And this is a guy who I was kind of high on going into last season. You had him, you had uh, Keaton Slovis and the, over there in the Pac-12. Now they both transferred. How is Jaden Daniels going to do? I think that's one of the really one of the more must-see things in the SEC this season. 
is quarterback the safe bet for the first overall pick? Or are Alabama linebacker Will Anderson's odds the way to go? Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets is here to help you set the edge and win some money this season. Lee Sterling is next on the Ultimate College Football Preview 2022, presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Setting the edge with Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets. You can find all of the betting advice you need every Monday through Friday with Locked On Bets. The podcast is hosted by your boy Q and betting expert Lee Sterling. Lee is here today to discuss the odds for the Heisman, but more importantly, that first overall pick in the next NFL draft. And of course, you can follow Lee for more on Twitter at Paramount Sports. Lee Sterling leading the way just barely regarding the odds at Bet Online for that top overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft. CJ Stroud, Ohio State quarterback. There's a lot to like about uh, everything that he brings to the table. Well, he's accurate. He's got the best receivers in college football, in my sure. opinion. And um, he's got to score a lot of points. So. Uh, those three things, and he's clearly on either the first, second, or third best team in college football. So that is going to put him up there. I think he's got a real good chance because the Big Ten is just so weak. It's Ohio State and everyone else. So if you've got a chance to win a national title or play a national title game, you possibly have the best offense. And you had the kind of year you had last year – I think he's the, the favorite for for a reason. And for for Alabama and Bryce Young to take it from him, I think he's going to have to – Alabama's going to have to be undefeated. And that's going to be tough, you know. So uh, with an easier road to hold – there's a lot of really good guys. There's some really good linemen in the draft this year. Sure. Offensive and defensive linemen. But rarely goes to those guys. So – just because of schedule, offense, and he's going to have to score a lot of points. And 
the level of competition in the Big Ten. Um, I don't normally take chalk, but I would take C.J. Stroud there. I think he's going to get the job done. Yeah, he's plus 200 to be the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Bryce Young is next at plus 250. And I'm going to be honest, I would think that Bryce Young would be the favorite. So I'm kind of looking at this line, Lee. I like it a little bit more than than C.J. Stroud just because I think everything around him is is fantastic. And obviously, um, everything that Nick Saban has been able to do as far as putting guys into the league, there's a lot, a lot to like about the guy who, oh, yeah, he won the Heisman last year. But they've got to do well. And and, and look at Tua. I think – they're going to look at the Alabama quarterbacks and the Ohio State quarterbacks, which have not done historically well in the NFL. And if you don't bet C.J. Stroud, I think you might want to look maybe to one of these linemen. Now, I know, you know, you go for for a position of need, right. but um, Bryce Young is maybe going to be hampered just a little bit because his defense is going to be so good. You know, this might be the year – even though they're still very good and his, his receivers will be improved from last year. I mean, the end of the year, the championship game, he had no receivers left, but his tight ends are good. Sometimes stats and, you know, what what that position has done in the NFL historically from a team perspective might hold him back a little bit. Right. So the next two, the, the next two as far as what looking at odds – Will Anderson, the defensive end slash outside linebacker, really slash whatever you want him to be out of Alabama, plus 300. And then Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State right behind him, or not really right behind him, plus 900. So a a massive drop-off there, Lee. But those are the top two non-quarterbacks. And I think it's an interesting conversation, Lee, and I want your thoughts on this. If you're betting, you know, the, the, the first pick, and a draft that's several months away, do you have to kind of predict like, okay, you know, if it's the Houston Texans that stink, like everybody thinks they're going to, it's probably going to be a quarterback. But if you think the Jacksonville Jaguars are falling off again and they have a chance to pick number one overall, they're not taking a quarterback because they have Trevor Lawrence. So how much of it is balancing like, okay, that guy's the best player, but also I think this team is going to be the worst in the league. That's what makes it so tough. But remember, trades. So let's say, you know, you get a team that doesn't need a quarterback like Jacksonville. There's always a good chance they can trade. So that's why I I lean C.J. Stroud. But I will say this. Will Anderson is a defensive player that maybe comes around once a decade. Special. I mean, everywhere. He can do everything. Probably sells popcorn at halftime also. Uh just rushing the passer, he, he gets off blocks, um, doesn't take downs off. I mean, I watch film on him, and it's he's scary good. So I don't think he's going to go number one only because I think someone might trade up with a team like Jacksonville. But he is definitely a once-in-a-decade player. Yeah, and and it's interesting. You know, always that, that top offensive tackle, if, yeah. it's a, if it's a Jacksonville, you're, you know, a team that has – their quarterback of the future, and they want to protect them. Um, there's a reason why Bet Online has the odds dropping uh, a good bit, plus 300 to plus 900. It's a pretty substantial drop, uh, and, and I think it's worthy of that. But still, I think it's worth paying attention to the fact of like, hey, you know, there. I think there's a chance this guy goes early. Anything can happen. I just don't see. I, I love him. I mean, I love his feet. Um, 
He is so tall and has such long arms. Takes like three or four steps to get around the guy. Yeah. So um, it's one thing if you're six five. If you're six seven, six eight, and you have that kind of mobility, you know, he's going top five. Trust me. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Just I don't I don't see him going first. I'm with you on that. Other quarterbacks that Bet Online has listed at plus sixteen hundred for the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Miami quarterback. Tyler Van Dyke, then also at plus 1,600, Boston College quarterback, Bill Jerkovic, and then right behind them, and this is the last player that, that Bet Online has odds for for this first pick overall, but Spencer Rattler at plus 1,800. Do you like the value of any of those guys if you're throwing something up this far out from the draft? No, I, I think Tyler Van Dyke is good. I think he'll go probably middle, probably 14th to 20th in the draft. Um I like his pedigree. Reminds me of a little more athletic Bernie Kosar, believe it or not. Interesting. So uh, makes the right decisions. Being my dad was a team dentist at the University of Miami. I'll never forget talking to Howard Schnellenberger. I asked him why he picked him over Vinny Testaverde, and I think it was Kyle Vandeway and, and someone else who was really good. He said when they tracked him, he made the right decision 97% of the time on who to throw to. Which good. is almost unheard of. Right. Usually, like high, mid to upper eighties. So they said that that they'd been tracking Vandeweghe, and last year was in the low nineties, which is really good. And I think his arm is good. I think you know, I think he's going to be a mid first rounder, but first five, I just don't see it. Too many other really good players, especially at the quarterback position, and 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 he'd have to Miami. He would have to just propel Miami. Miami's got a really good tight end, maybe a couple good tight ends. They have a, a decent slot guy, but they're two wide guys. I don't think they're going to get a whole lot of separation and make big plays. So sure. unless Miami can go 11 and one, I don't see him being a, the top pick. What about Spencer Rattler at plus 1800? I mean, a, a lot of people thought he would be the top pick. I mean, I, I guess going into last season when he was still with the Sooners before he entered the transfer portal and and really like you know what Beamer's doing at South Carolina, but you, you talk about traits and just things yeah. that the NFL likes. I mean, he checks all the boxes. He just and we talked about this earlier with with uh, Andrew Lyon of, of Locked On Gamecocks, but it just seems like he gets in his own way uh, time and time and time again. But what if that stops, Lee? What if there's a chance that he kind of approaches the season the right way as a professional and the NFL takes notice? Doesn't have it upstairs. I don't think the kid's smart enough. Uh, his father's probably betting on him, maybe a couple family members, but um, I just don't see him being the guy. I think he's going to have a pretty good year, and the pressure will be off him a little bit. But um, you know, I I, I, I just I, I think just a, he's a long, long shot. I mean, he might go late first round. Nice arm, just doesn't make decisions. Um, you know, enough. To, to, I think, put him in, and his team is going to be probably a five and seven, six and 16. Understood. All right, let's yep. pivot now to, to the Heisman Trophy. Let's start things off with is it going to be a quarterback, Lee, or is it going to be uh, any other position? Right now, the lines at Bet Online quarterback is minus 2,000. Any other position is plus 700. Is there any juice there? Any any reason for you to put anything on any other position, somebody other than a quarterback? If you want to play a long shot, maybe. Maybe okay. the kid from Texas, Robinson. 
Sure. Bajan? Um, He's the best running back by far. The only problem is Texas is probably going to be seven and five, eight and sure. four best. And you're not winning a Heisman that way. You got to be, you know, like Earl Campbell esque. You know, you got to be on a team that goes 11 and one. They got, they would have to beat Alabama, which is going to be next to impossible. So I think it's quarterback. And I think it might go to the best quarterback on the best team. And so I like CJ Stroud to maybe go number one in the draft, but I like Bryce Young to go to win the Heisman Trophy. Do you think it hurts Bryce Young at all, the fact that he won it last year? I mean, we've seen folks win the Heisman. They come back for another year of college and they have a better season, but they don't get the Heisman. So CJ Stroud is leading the way as far as Heisman odds at Bet Online at plus 300. Caleb Williams right behind him at plus 375. Then there's Bryce Young yeah. at plus 500. After that, there's a massive drop-off. Not this guy. I, I, he's just so focused. I hear about his work ethic. Yeah. And um, his escapability. And I like, I, from playing college quarterback, I like the way, you know, when he is getting out of the way of defenders behind the line of scrimmage, he still is looking upfield. And you yeah. don't see that in quarterbacks who have usually good feet like him. So they're just going to be so dominant that, you know, if they win games by 20, 30, 40 points almost every single game and he just does his job, he may not have to put up the numbers that Stroud does, and I could still see him winning because Ohio State, you know, if they get to a, you know, to the conference championship, they could stumble. I just don't see who's going to beat Alabama. So – Best team, maybe the the most talent, I think he's the guy. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Ultimate College Football Preview 2022 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up tomorrow, it's time to visit the SEC. Can the national champion Georgia Bulldogs take the conference crown from the Alabama Crimson Tide? Will there even be more than one SEC school in the college football playoff? We've got that and more with our SEC experts tomorrow. Find the ultimate college preview 2022 on your favorite podcast provider to make sure you never miss an episode. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.